It's time to get the mental edge. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast -coast mindset coach. And this is Gene Zanetti also, your future coast-to-coast -coast mindset coach. Today with a great topic, I wanted to talk about the parent's mindset guide. Now obviously that doesn't go for someone like his age, but we're talking about a middle school or high school athlete, a college athlete. Very important that we open up the dialogue between parents and athletes. All right, we want to create a well-oiled machine. We want everyone on the same page, speaking the same language, and, and doing what helps, not doing what hurts. Okay, and sadly, what we see a lot of times when it comes to sports is the parent and the athlete not communicating or not communicating effectively. So we have five great questions that all parents can ask their kids that, that we found to be very, very helpful um, in establishing that relationship and most importantly opening up the doors for future communication this guy's teething he teeths pretty hard so he drools he tries to bite on my arm bite down anyway so what set the stage I was very blessed to do my thesis on athletes on perfectionism and anxiety and we found that athletes that are more perfectionistic everything had to be just right they got more nervous and they tended to do worse in competition okay so we the interesting thing about perfectionism is two of the six, it was broken down into six subscales, uh, six, six subcategories, and two of them had to do with parents. One was parental criticism, and another was parental expectations. And we found that athletes that had a high level of parental expectations and parental criticism, they tended to do worse. That means they were more perfectionistic. They, they grouped that in with perfectionism. Now, in and of themselves, they're not bad things. A high level of parental expectations and parental criticism in and of themselves are not necessarily bad. The key is the perception of the kid. Okay, so the kid might perceive that high expectations are bad. I'll never, I'll never add up to what my parents expect me to do, right? Or it could be good, right? My parents expect good things of me. They believe in me. So it's dependent on the kid, okay? But overall, we found high level parental expectations, perceived parental expectations, high level of perceived parental criticism. The kid got more anxious, more nervous, wound up doing worse. So we took that and we built that in to our parent mindset guide, which is self-knowledge week 10. We have a parent and a coach's mindset guide. So it's very important you jump on our mindset program as an individual or as a team so you could go through every one of these lessons. You wanna go through every one of these lessons because each one adds something new to the mix and something important, a, a, a missing piece to the puzzle of your optimal mindset. Okay, so five questions that every parent should ask their kid as they're competing in sports. So first we have the athlete do this with their mindset coach. It's done away from the parent and then we bring in the answers for the athlete to sit down with their parent and to go through this. Okay, so now also setting the stage, this is never meant to critique, uh, to um, come down hard on parents or coaches or, or place them below the athlete. That's not what this is. It's all meant to open up the line of communications. Okay, get the conversation going. So we're now communicating. We're able to um, talk about what helps, what doesn't help. Okay, so question number one, what does my dad do that helps me mentally? Okay, now I say dad because now for me in our family, I'd be the more athletic, the, the more um, the more invested in athlete and in more athletics than my wife. So I would be the, the parent that we're talking about here, right? Maybe in school it'd be different. Maybe my wife would be more involved in the in the, in the school and, and that whole process, right? In academics. So maybe for her, if we were talking about academics, 
for, for him, then, we'd do, then he would be doing this lesson thinking about his mom. You want to think about who's the more involved parent in, the, in, in athletics. For academics, that might be a different parent. You know, it could be the same. Who knows? So first, what is my parent doing that's helping me mentally? Could be a lot of things. So first of all, if the kid's on the mindset program, right off the bat, the parent cares about mindset. They care about your development. They're investing in you. So those are good things that your parents are doing that help you mentally. Maybe they encourage you. Maybe at certain times they say something really good. Like maybe when, maybe when my dad tells me, just have fun. You know, just relax, just have fun out there. That helps me, right? I'm proud of you no matter what, that helps me. So we want the athlete to write that down, okay? Then the second question would be the opposite. What, is, what does my parent do that might inadvertently hurt me mentally? Now, of course, the parent's not trying to hurt you mentally. The parent's not um, twisting their mustache trying to unhatch a plan to ruin your life, right? That's, not, that's never the assumption. But maybe sometimes parents are talking too much about rankings, right? Or if, if, my, if my dad said, oh, the kid you're, you're going up against is you know, a defending state champion, that might get in my head, right? Or, oh, this kid's a senior, this kid's older, that might get in my head. So I might write that down and say, okay, um, that's something that my dad might inadvertently be doing that's hurting me mentally. Or if he says like, hey, this is a, this is a real big match or, or you should beat this kid. Like when I hear that, maybe that puts too much pressure on me. Or maybe my, in certain situations, my, my dad you know, expects me to do a certain thing and, and I'd rather do something else when it comes to the sport of wrestling, right? So whatever sport you're in, again, it doesn't make a difference which sport you're in, just um, going through this question, what, is, what does my parent do that might inadvertently hurt me mentally? And writing that down. And be as detailed and specific as, positive, as possible with the positives and the negatives, what's helping me and what's hurting me. Because you wanna let your parents know the positives too, right? Parents aren't mind readers. They might be doing something that's helping you mentally. You want to let them know so now they have positive reinforcement, so they keep doing that, so they keep pressing those, those positive buttons that help you. And at the same time, knowing what might be affecting you negatively. And it's interesting in my family, being three boys, right? Three brothers, all high-level wrestlers, we might have different answers for all of these. Because remember, like we said before, we're not necessarily talking about reality. We're talking about interpretations of reality. We're talking about... My, my perceived parental expectations, per, perceived parental criticism, right? So my, my dad might be doing something that's helping me mentally that I think is helping me, but maybe one of my other brothers views it as that's hurting them or vice versa, right? It's, he's doing something that's helping one of them mentally and maybe for me it's inadvertently hurting me. So we want to open up the line of communication. So getting those two questions on the record. Um, third question would be in, related to critique. So every athlete is different, and step one is ath the athlete understanding themselves. So what, what is your level of sensitivity, right? Some athletes, when they're being critiqued or criticized, they prefer it to be straightforward and direct. Just tell me what I gotta do. It's like, hey, you have to work on your defense or you're gonna lose. That might work for some kids. Another kid who's a little bit more sensitive, you might need to be a little bit more positive. You might need to say, hey, you know, your offense is looking really good, but you gotta work on your defense. Now, another kid, you might have to be even more sensitive and say a few positive things and say, but you know, you'll be, you'll be even better if you work on your defense. So under, the kids got to understand what their, what their level of sensitivity is. And then also for sports, it might be appropriate in sports. Again, not, not life in general or school, but God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. 
So it's important in some in certain areas for the parents to critique their kids. But sports is not an area where a parent has to critique their kid. We could actually say in the situation, it might be better if the parent lays off completely. So we offer the kids a multiple choice on this. How do I, how do I prefer my parents to critique me when it comes to sports? A, direct, tell it like it is. B, I'm a little sensitive, it needs to be a little bit more positive. C, uh, very positive, I'm very sensitive. Or D, back off completely. Just don't don't get involved in sports when it comes to like technical pieces of advice, right? Some kids prefer that to just be left alone. And ultimately, if you're if you're looking for your kid's best performance in this situation, this would be an appropriate time for a parent to lay off if that's what the kid wanted, right? This is not we're not talking about faith or morals. We're not talking about obligations around the house or academics and that kind of stuff. We're talking about sports. It, of course, we all want to win, but at the end of the day, it's recreation. It, it's it, it's not that it doesn't really matter that much, right? So if the kid wants you to back off, no big deal, right? So that's, that's the third question. Fourth question has to be, has to be um, is related to how you want your parent to treat you the day of a competition or right before a competition. So in wrestling, right before a wrestling match or for, you know, whoever, like a, right before the baseball game or, you know, the car ride on the way over there. So do you want your parent to get you fired up and get you, get you mad and fired up? That's an option. Some kids like that. Most kids know. Um, another another multiple choice option we have is talk about anything other than the sport, right? Joke around, smile, laugh. So basically distract me instead of talking about the sport. Some kids would prefer, and this, that, that, that one is actually one that we see a lot, talk about anything other than the sport because they already have the sport in their mind. They don't need to keep going over it and over it. Another possibility would be giving technical feedback. Some athletes, their parent was their their parent was an athlete too, and they want to hear technical feedback from their parents or technical reminders. Usually, that's not what kids want, but it could be. So maybe that's what it is, right? They have that option, right? <laughs> you want you want technical feedback from daddy? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> and then the, and then the the last option we have is lay off me completely. Maybe don't talk to me at all. And some kids they would prefer that. So. Just getting the kids to understand what do they want from their parent right before a competition. Got to know that. And then the final question is, after a competition, after the game, after the match, how do they want their parent to treat them in terms of giving them feedback? Some kids want feedback from their parents. Some kids would prefer um, immediate feedback. Like, hey, make sure you do this next time. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Not all, Most kids, that's not the case, but some kids, that's the case. They want immediate feedback from a parent. Other kids would prefer maybe let an hour go by, like give me feedback later in the day. Or other kids would rather have feedback the next day, right, or, or not at all, right? So we, we have it in a very easy multiple choice format. So the kid can circle one or more answers. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, you, you don't only have to pick one answer, you could pick a combination of, of, you know, two of them, that's okay. But it just gets the kid thinking exactly what, what they need to bring out, to bring out their best. And now, after they go through those five questions, now the idea is they sit down with their parent after they go through with the mindset coach. Now they sit down with their parent and they go through those questions. And they say, look, this is what, I just did this with my mindset coach. They recommended that we go through this together. This is, this is, one of the th this is what you're doing. Show them the worksheet. This is what you're doing that's helping me mentally. These are some of the things that, might, that you don't mean to be doing, but they might be hurting me mentally. This is my current level of sensitivity and how I want you to critique me, if at all. This is how I'd prefer you to treat me right before a competition. 
and this is when I want my feedback after the competition. So again, the idea is yes, 1.0 is doing the worksheet and, and going through it with the parent, but really 2.0 and moving forward is really opening up the lines of communication. So now you can talk about this on an ongoing basis. So now the kid has a reason to go back to that worksheet and say, you know, dad, I was thinking about, or mom, whoever is the, the more involved parent in your athletic career, or if you're doing academic mindset, whichever parent's more involved in the academic career, and you say, you know, I was thinking about question number four, and I'm thinking I'd prefer this differently before a competition. So now you're communicating about it because most parents, what they want to really do is they want to help you comp have fun. Though the parents that I talk to, they just want their kid to have fun enjoy themselves, and put forth their best effort. That's what the parents usually want to see. So now we actually have a worksheet, or we've had this for a while now, where it makes it very easy to find out where your kid performs at their best, or what they think that they need before their competition. And now you're, now you're communicating. Again, the idea is to have a well-oiled machine, parent and coach on the same page. So I'll have to remember that when this, when this little guy starts competing. If that is what he wants to do, hopefully, but it's got to be his choice ultimately. That's something we got to remember that um, as parents, it's it's ultimately the kid's choice. This is not, it's not like they have, they don't have to play a sport. They don't have to play an instrument. They, you want them to want to do that. You can encourage them to go down a certain path, but ultimately you don't want to be forcing a kid to do something because when they do that, when you do that, then eventually they rebel. Even if they get really good, I've seen a lot of these athletes where the, where the parents are just overboard, and by the time they're a junior and senior in high school, even though if they, even though they're an absolute stud, maybe as a freshman or sophomore, a lot of times by junior senior year they learn the word no, and now they're just they're, they're off, they're done. They've they've had it, they've had it up to here with sports, and they they you know they're done with it. So it's got to come from them. You can't you know you can't put passion in someone else. You could fan a fire. And like that's something we do with motivation. We have a five-part series on motivation, five or six-part series. We could fan a fire. We could help you find what you're passionate about. But ultimately, you can't put that into someone else. That's got to come from them. And anything you want to be good at, you're going to have to spend a lot of time. you got to spend a lot of time on something to be really good at it. So it might as well be something you love. It might as well be something that you're passionate about. So make sure that's coming from the kid also, right? We don't want to be forcing. We don't want to look at the kid as part two. Right, I'm Gene Zanetti the third, Gene Zanetti the fourth right here. I can't be looking at him as part two of me. He's got to make his own way out there. And that's something we always got to remember. So this guy will eventually have a winning mindset coach one day. It won't be me. I mean, you know, I'm gonna, you're, the parent's always the first teacher around the home. We'll have him eventually have a different mindset coach if he goes down the sport road. Because again, it's just having that great mentorship, having someone who's able to, um, someone outside the family. Because sometimes hearing the lessons from someone outside your parents. And even though I, I put this curriculum together of winning mindset, he'll be hearing it enough around the house. It's good that he has, it's good that when he's older, if he's playing a sport, he's talking to one of our mindset coaches, someone outside of me, where he can talk about me. And not in a gossip way, but just, hey, you know, my dad does this sometimes and it's, you know, that it really it, it frustrates me, it aggravates me. It's good that he gets that off of his chest and he can bounce that off another mindset coach. Because chances are the mindset coach, they're seeing things from a similar perspective as the parent, right? The kid's a kid, right? The, the, the mindset coach is an adult. So they're going to be able to give that the extra, an additional feedback on maybe why the parent's doing what it is that they're doing, right? But sometimes the kid needs to be able to talk about the parent to someone and hear the lessons from someone else. So that's a big benefit of the mindset program. 
Again, make sure you're sharing this video, especially for sports parents. It's really important. They need to, they need to get these questions on the record. The more you're communicating with your kid about whatever sport or activity they're doing, when it comes to like in having a productive conversation like this, the more you get things out in the open about our sensitivity levels, how we want to be treated, why we're saying certain things, the better it's going to be for them. There's more of an understanding. And again, I, we've seen it all through, from elementary school, high school, even college athletes, some high level, some of the top athletes in the country, they're thinking about their parents. Even right, but right up before a competition, right after a competition, they're thinking about their parents. They want to make their parents proud and they're thinking about what their parents are saying to them. So we want to get all that stuff on the record, get it out in the open, communicate about it so the kid doesn't compete with any extra pressure. We say it all the time like this, if you're worried about letting your parents down or what you're going to hear from your parents after the competition, that's like running with weight on you. So imagine you're running a time mile. Well, think about what your fastest mile time is, okay? What's your fastest mile time? And then imagine if I gave you a 45-pound plate from the weight room and I said, okay, now go out and beat your time. You think you're going to do it? Probably not. You're probably not going to beat your time because you're running with weight on your back. It's the same thing when a kid is thinking about letting their parents down. It's like having a 45-pound weight on their back and they're trying to beat their mile time. Effective parenting would be help your kid to set that weight on the ground so they could run free. That's what's going to help bring out their best. And it's not just about them bringing out their best. It's a double purpose, right? It brings out their best, but they're also enjoying it because we don't have a lot of fun. We don't have a lot of fun when we're afraid of letting other people down. So being a good sports parent, you got to do more than other parents, right? If you want to have a, it's kind of like if you want to be a, a one in a thousand athlete, you got to do things differently than 999 other athletes, right? And the same thing, if you want to be a, a one in a thousand parent, you got to do things differently than 999 other parents. Right, so taking the time to go through this parent mindset guide, these five parent questions with your kid and opening up the line of communication is a huge, huge advantage that you could give your kid when it comes to sports and when it comes to school. Getting involved in the, in the process and asking how they want you to be, how you want them to treat them. So I hope I remember those lessons for this guy when he gets older, right? What do you have to say to them, Gene? Tell me, tell daddy. He says, Mindset makes the difference. Mindset makes the difference. So what, whatever, whatever area doesn't make a difference, sports, school, and life, our mindset makes the difference. Remember, always put family first. Faith and family come first. Take care. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great, excellent information, represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes, working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, make sure as an individual, you sign up for the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation. That's the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one-on-one -on -one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique or whether it's mindset. One-on-one -on -one is always the best. Thanks for staying with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.